0: like i was thinking about it because i was walking yeah, here and i was like whatever s- happened to the, like the pussy candle and <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But
1: yeah wait the one the goop the goop was done yeah. it didn't actually smell like pussy they i just know. Thought that was a funny name that
0: sucks. yeah but it, like it imagine like if if it was What's a pussy smell like yeah pussy
2: too that's right, everybody. <laughs> <Pussy two>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: folks, and welcome again to The Late Late Capitalism Show. Right off the top, I have a couple of announcements to make. Uh, So firstly, I have to warn you, our program is brimming with harsh language, uh, and we are unapologetic about that. Uh, Secondly, I have to inform you solemnly that Jesse Bell will not be joining us this week, as he has illegally immigrated uh, to Thailand uh, to work on his debut feature uh, feature film, Uncle Hunter. Uh, He asked me to read this following statement. Okay, so off the bat, this film is not about hunting uncles. I would never joke about that. This is a film about an uncle who is a hunter and the bond that he shares with his beloved nephew. They wrestle together and they learn from one another. It takes place in the jungle, and that is the only reason why I'm in Thailand. There is no other reason. Uh, Roman Polanski is slated to direct. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i'm really excited for that one yeah that sounds yeah that's gonna be an interesting one for yeah. sure
3: um <laughs> it's gonna be his like, apocalypse now and an- then he's gonna remake it 17
0: times and go crazy another polanski cut <laughs> and i'm very excited for that <laughs> didn't see that coming not yeah. gonna lie to you
2: hey guys i just got back from, okay look <laughs> take this put toilet right flush it <laughs> flush it now don't Ask, just flush it now. What were you guys talking what, about?
0: What do you mean? Anyway, what, what? Jesse, you're, you're,
3: you're <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm You're oh, scaring me. Uh, Jesse is Skyping in from Thailand. Hey. No,
2: I'm actually rappelling down. I've got a helicopter. <laughs> if you hear, that's what it, don't ask where. Just take
3: this and flush it, okay? All right, yeah, okay. Dean? Megan, could do that, please? Dean? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm doing it. It's fine. De- Roman. <laughs> Dean, I'm scared, Look, Dean. You've got enough
2: adrenochrome at home, all right? <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're going to do a show today uh i think they're swearing i don't know what part you're in at at this point but look uh do not come to the studio do not ask questions if anyone asks you a question about me we've never met you don't know me okay look here's the deal it's gone down it's gone bad i i trusted my all of my money and my time to jordan goudreau he said (laughs) after venezuela he had this and he did not have this and it's all fucked
3: so you're saying there is going to be no uncle hunter
2: no it's over it's fucking over there's no uncles there's no nephews there's not even an aunt there's no niece nothing we know exists anymore thailand is a
0: smoking crater (laughs) all right so i have something to bring to the table this week there has been some breaking news i don't know if you guys have seen it uh
1: I've read one article. A lot That's of it. a lot of drama. Yes, I'm aware of what's going
0: on. <laughs> a lot of drama has sprung up in the past few weeks regarding our great leader, Mayor Brian Patterson. Yeah. Uh,
3: so, Kingston became true detective in last uh, week. Did yeah. anyone notice? Uh, it was
0: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. It was actually wild. And uh, one thing I want to let the audience know is that I had all this information and I sat on it for way too long.
1: <laughs> I know. I yeah. was reading the article <laughs> and it was like anonymous sources on YouTube and Reddit. And I was like, is that chance? No. Nope. Is that just you that released all this? It wasn't, wasn't me.
0: Well, I, we, there
2: were a few people I can tell you with certainty that released information.
0: Yeah. I was, I was mad <laughs> that I didn't get credited. I would have want my name in the paper mm. if it was me who dropped the bomb.
3: But folks. Our show is fundamentally a lazy one, so we just didn't bother reporting this well, until yeah, until someone budget. else did.
2: It. I wouldn't necessarily say that's why. I'd say there was a lot of other. I was, uh, I was concerned extenuating circumstances. Let's say that prevents any kind of public disclosure of the information that was released. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So
3: let's I mean, let's stop dangling the carrot. Yeah, yeah,
0: let's give it. Let's give it to them. Let's give them the carrot. Yeah, no more edging. <laughs> Here's the nut, boys. What we got coming is our mayor is a part of a church, right? And this is not private information. No. If you go on his Wikipedia page, it is the only thing that it shows up in his about section. Theoretically, <laughs> it's a page he must have written because nobody else would give like yeah. a squirt about anything yeah. that happens here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, the church that he attends is the Third Day Worship Center. Now, people have been trying to connect Patterson to the Third Day Worship Center for a very long time, pretty much since his campaign. During his campaign, it was brought up as a very controversial thing because people said that this is essentially a cult. Yeah. And so people asked him, they were like, what's your involvement with the church? And he's like, I just go to the church, but there's separation. Like, uh, He yeah. believes yeah. in the separation of church and state. And That's
1: a big thing in all his responses, yeah. being like, this doesn't affect how I govern the city. And it's like, right.
0: hmm, um, okay. and, and 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 people eventually found out <laughs> that... Uh, he actually was a special guest pastor for the church. Boy, was oh. he! Him and his lovely wife. And Is that
1: where the? Wasn't there a video of him yester, preaching homophobic things uh, at I one point? I don't
0: know but homophobic. He wasn't things. preaching homophobic.
2: Oh. Things. That's more so the main preacher. However, yeah. I can tell you from watching these videos, there are uh, videos out there of him and his wife uh, talking to young young kids, you know, teens, mm-hmm. trying to rap with them and relate. And within the first two minutes of one of these videos, he's like, "Oh." You know, uh, Jesus, Jesus really connected with losers. Uh, not that you guys are losers or anything. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, classic it was physical and amazing charisma and speaking ability that's won <laughs> him the or <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so there's a video out there that didn't really get published in the news, which is okay, because we're just covering it, and this is all hypothetical. Um, but there's a video out there that someone took when they the mayor was actually doing a talk-in at Queen's within his first couple months. Mm. And someone asked him, they were like, what is your involvement with the church? And he's like, oh, I'm just a churchgoer. And then the person asked him again, this is all on video, and they were like, what about on April 14th where <laughs> it says right here oh that gosh. you and your wife are pastors? Jeez. Because it was on their website. And he said that never happened. Oh, mm. that's really interesting because... That uh, depends
3: on what your definition of it <laughs> is. <We can>
0: very <laughs> clearly... Yeah, he was like, he was like, that never happened, and they were like, well, but we have it right here. It says April four. What were you doing on April fourteenth? And he was like, it's a typo. And they were <laughs> oh like, my god! And they were, and, and they were <laughs> like,
3: Just scanning his brain. What's something that's uh, dumb that happens on the internet? A typo, typo, typo and is the, the word.
0: And then they were like. Well, what about other people in your church that have said that you were a pastor? And he was like, that's "No, also that's typos. That they did a, <laughs> a <laughs> verbal they, typo. They did, <laughs> they, they, they did gaffs like Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. So, so that like is in itself pretty sketchy, right? But it doesn't really equate to the scandal that has dropped. No, like that's just the preliminaries. People were concerned, but nothing had really happened. Yeah, this sat dormant for quite a while until bump da da. The church got a Twitch channel. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs> <And he laughs> had a heated gaming moment.
0: Francis, he's behind the car. <laughs> <laughs> the church got a Twitch channel and started uploading live, live streams. streams of their sermons.
1: I didn't know that's how the video eventually came yeah, out. That's, that's crazy. That's the original
0: video we got in our little group mm. discussion. It was like an hour and a half, I want to say, it live It was stream. like, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like hour and a half long. Some of them are up to four hours. Yeah. Mm. And, this and, is like, I w- and I would scrub through them.
2: <laughs> yes. I also watched a, a good amount of, certainly the main one yeah. that is being discussed, mm. which is the one in which he discusses uh, COVID-19 being potentially, so, now you can look this up. This is your own. You can do your own research. You know, Bill it's, Gates. He's talking about COVID-19 essentially being like an Illuminati like, Bill Gates plot, which...
3: Wuhan has planned. Yeah,
2: Wuhan has planned, W-A-P. <laughs> They're rubbing <laughs> it in our faces now. Yeah. So,
1: the main three things that came out, and we can, like, talk about the examples of each one, but yeah. one, the first was a series of, like, really homophobic things Ooh, that yeah. the pastor said. So, this is the main pastor that founded the church with his wife. Like, he is yep. pretty much the only guy that does the speeches now, or whatever, you know, pastors do. I've never been to church. Um, the other one was... Uh, well,
3: just before we move on, I'm sorry, but... PewDiePie and all these other gamers are allowed to use homophobic slurs all the time uh-huh. when they're playing Fortnite or whatever, but one preacher has one four-hour sermon <laughs> about <laughs> how, you know, maybe looking at a butthole will m- mean that you burn in hell forever, and all of a sudden it's a big deal. Yeah, what was really problematic? I'm sorry, right. that's bullshit.
2: You see, he, he did that exact uh, break. Do remember that really famous eat the poo-poo thing? He yeah. did that, and he did the voice, and he did, like, the black face. <laughs> know, of course. And they were like, yeah, <laughs> you know, what, what the fuck? Why can't we just pay tribute to, you know, the real legends in the preaching community? Yeah. <laughs> I just
0: imagine they had to go to like Twitch begging instead of like instead of asking people to pay like for the church. Like what, what's that stuff? Get, called? get your bits in. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they go on and they're like, oh, my God, I put in four hours a week and you guys can't even spend $5 yeah. on me. <laughs> he, he, these are in the new indulgences <laughs> as Twitch bits. I
3: do really like they added the Westboro Baptist emotes yeah. in the <laughs> yeah. chat. That was really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah they, they, they got a raid from the 1488 church next door. <laughs> yeah, it was clever because it was just like the rainbow and then it said God hates and you could put whatever word you <laughs> yeah. wanted beside <Yeah>. <laughs> it. Oh oh you, you could program it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: okay so homophobia
1: islamophobia oh. and then COVID is okay. fake the
2: islamophobia so. one is particularly dis- like particularly yeah. infuriating so there is the kingston islamic center which has existed in the community for decades there is a main church just on the outskirts of the city and this is a church that Not i can tell church. you from experience remember the Bataclan attacks in paris yeah those years back. In the immediate aftermath of that, this place got vandalized. This place got spray painted to the point where they hired security to sit outside. Jesus. And I had just been, like, passing through one day and I saw all this graffiti and I was like, fuck, like, what is going on? And I went in and I spoke to some of the people there and yeah, this is, like, common occurrence. And I can tell you, the people involved with the Kingston Islamic Center are some of the most kind hearted and, like, forgiving people and they are constantly put through this shit. And to hear this fucking dullard Accuse them of being a center of fucking terrorist activity in the city. It's like, I hate to fucking break it to you, Francis. If there's anybody that's going to fucking blow up a goddamn school here, you stupid little freak. It's, it's your our people. Podcast. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> it's It's us. Allegedly. Um, oh, that, that fucking so, pissed me so, off. So
0: the thing about that, like the, the quote directly, if I remember correctly, was, you know, you can, you can hear them talking about terrorism while they're having tea. I dare you, go over there. You can hear them talking about it while they're having tea. Yeah,
4: famously.
1: Yeah, I guess they didn't publish that in the one I read, but that makes sense why... Because the people at the Islamic Center had a very kind response um, that mentioned tea in it, so that that might have been, like, why they mentioned it. So the one they published was basically him complaining that churches have to pay... um, for wastewater services yeah. and like not all NGOs have to do that, but churches do. And he was like, and this Islamic center got all this money from the government to like build this whole thing. And they like harbor terrorists there yeah, and there's terrorists sick. inside the building. And then the the Islamic center in like response in the article was like, you know what? Like if they ever want to come over and we'll have coffee and tea and like discuss our differences. And it was like
3: really wholesome. Yeah, Francis, yeah. If you want to come over to
2: so, my house for a bit, that would be really sick. I, I'd <laughs> love to discuss a few things with you. I really would. Yeah, it's yeah. so
3: fucking tired and boring. It's yeah. old. Yeah. It's like, old by now. Yeah. fucking mush-brained freak. Like, yeah. it's like, like a, it's no, a broken who record. Who the fuck is afraid of Islamic terrorists right yeah. now it's with been, everything going it's on? It's been
0: 19 years since 9-11, my guy. Seriously. It's also, like, the most recent shootings or terrorism activities
2: have just been fucking, like, white alt-right, like, yeah. hard Christian fat. It's only yeah. been
0: Kyle Rittenhouse. Fuck oh, you. That's oh, 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 oh. another one. I'd like to fucking crack him open like an mm-hmm. egg. Oh, boy. I got beef with 17-year-olds all across the world. <laughs> that's right. That's the worst. Which is hate. good. That's so f- correct. That's actually the right thing to do. Take them, them all out. Fuck
2: them. Well, I don't like the last part. I was going to say, that's the only plausible deniability you can create is if you're constantly beefing with like a trillion 17-year-olds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the the Islamophobic stuff was rough. Yeah. Right. Like that—that that hurts to hear. Yeah, it was really bad. It's not unexpected from an evangelical <laughs> no, church. it's par for the course. Uh, but at the same time, it's like you seriously put this out publicly. Like you—you could you kind of expect him to say that at like a dinner table with his like niece mm. and nephew and being like, you know about yeah. those islam's. Yeah. Yeah.
3: What's the tr- Christian equivalent of a locker room? Yeah. Right. Right. You, <laughs> yeah. Like, the boys' locker room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all, right. all right also hey, as hey, he's hey, preaching and they put this in the article too but he he constantly says are you listening to me like yeah, between every that. sentence yeah. and
2: well, it's he's like
3: used to saying that to well, yes he's, they are he's
2: trying to do the baptist style of preaching yes. but he has literally no charisma he's got nothing and is ugly is like oh my god i've left a fucking handsomer things and a fucking kleenex <laughs> early in the morning <laughs> like, like jesus christ goodness <laughs> more uh,
0: substantial too yeah really <laughs>
1: yeah the homophobic stuff was him saying that not enough um preachers and pastors in other congregations condemn gay people enough they're like <laughs> he was like i'm sorry but like if Fancy. you're gay like you are going to hell and yeah. like no one else is talking about yeah. this no no one will say this out loud yeah, except he was like, me. No, why
0: he, is no one talking <laughs> about this <And laughs> it, was, it like, was basically that he was saying he was like you can't be gay and a christian yeah, yeah because if yeah. you're good. gay you're going to hell yeah now he is right about me if I you're am, gay you go to hell before you die. He's Not also
1: blaming it on Ellen. He was yes. saying like Ellen came well, out on TV. Now everyone TV on TV is gay. Every single character. I can't even watch TV he was like, anymore. When, when
0: Ellen came out he didn't say Ellen's name. When a certain someone came out 30 years ago yeah. about 10% of people eventually on TV were gay. Now you can't tune into any show without every character being gay. That's which so sounds funny. pretty sick. I was gonna like, say that does sound sick. I tune into Netflix and every single thing is just gay as (laughs) (laughs) that'd be awesome just (laughs) peaky blinders oh what i've sucked
2: this coke off cool sick i'd actually watch this now i'd love to see uh fuck what's his name cillian murphy get paid he is
1: so hot yeah he's one of the hottest men on earth cillian murphy
2: unbelievable could get it any way he name? wants no is, is he a cutie i watched a heat. really
1: horrible oh, movie about dylan thomas the other day just because cillian murphy was in it and i don't know who dylan thomas, thomas is, is that dave Welsh thomas's poet. son oh th-
2: so th- dave this thomas's kid, son it can't <laughs> be this
3: guy it's not this guy right yes look what? how hot he is no. what are you talking Ad- about admittedly,
2: like it's more so oh. it's hard to describe when he's not in a character he doesn't look hot but like every movie he's been in even 28
0: days later he was still somehow hot He's got the Steve Buscemi going on where it's like sometimes you can see it and you're like, yeah, I'd hit just, that. And other like, times you're like, it's
3: you It's like you freaks who think Benedict Cumberbatch is not. No, hot. Benedict, no this guy's You have to pissed. watch him on no, screen. Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch really hot. is
0: ugly because he looks like the mayor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they have very similar <laughs> facial structures. <laughs> I mean, Brian
0: Patterson looks a bit like a Kia cube, just the back end. <laughs> yeah. Brian Pat- <laughs> Patterson looks like he's eight months ready to go right now. <laughs> he, he's gained some weight during quarantine, and I'm not afraid to say no, that. that. He's getting. Well, he doesn't have any of the glow. He's getting big milkers. Yeah, he's,
3: he's, he's getting, <laughs> yeah. Madison's mil- been bimbified. Howdy, howdy sad.
2: welcome to cowgirl third day. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's sick. He's really going all in. Because he is like legitimately one of the ugliest people I've ever seen. Like his mere presence pisses me off. And I'm someone who is also bald, but I'm... At least able to admit I've given up the ghost. Yeah, but like on TV
0: they put you side by side. Yeah, it was and so like, funny. It was like it was like this is peak male perfection, and this is like the effeminization of the man. Yeah,
2: Brian Passion does have some fucking sick ass soy titties. There's no doubt about it, <laughs> and that's not slander. I would love to suck on them things. I'd love oh to squeeze God. one and put it on my rice. Am
1: I allowed to put this on the radio? No, probably I think not. You can
2: <laughs> but what what what's important is uh brian patterson for as ugly as he is also associates with one of the most ugly belief systems we didn't even get to covid
1: yet yeah Yeah,
3: okay so point three
1: yeah
0: yeah the third have you seen this stuff what is in that article is not nearly all there
1: yeah i i just saw like a highlight reel basically so in
0: that article he comes out and he's like God talked to me.
1: The live stream. Oh um, yeah, God a, came, a came to me the ago. night before <laughs> yeah, quarantine COVID, started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So God came to me. I decided to talk about this a month later, but God came to me a month ago and said that, "Be careful! They're putting chips in those." <laughs> yeah, he vaccines. said the That's chips right. in
1: the vaccine or the chips in the shot or something yep, like that. Yes. And he's like, the "I didn't know what it shot. meant at the time." So and so then and he then the pandemic started because he said he got that message before the pandemic. <laughs> know, what
2: do you what do you think? There's chips and the shots means like that means he went to a
0: bar and someone accidentally poured potato chips in his yeah, god god shot. came to me and he said right is the opposite of left like, i didn't know what that meant <laughs> it's like are you a fucking simpleton <laughs> so then like, he said he, he looks it. it up and he's like he's like so i google uh you know chips in sh- uh vaccines and uh, the thing that comes up is id 2020 and if you guys don't know what id 2020 is that's uh bill gates did a pandemic plan yes uh, so they're citing uh, this research came that out from china yeah and like it's it's was how when when did that happen like three years ago uh, it was a little while ago yeah so they, they run like fake disaster scenarios mm. in order to see how things pan out in order to get information on how to prevent those things mm. and one of them was a pandemic right yeah and these people cited as if bill gates planned the, the he the, called the, his shot the, the like COVID-19. as in every
1: epidemiologist is yes. like just creating well, back like we yes. know there's
2: only
0: one good doctor, in their lab and that's dr stella Emanuel, so. <laughs> yeah, so yeah so far i'm kind of on his side so them like running this this ai test right is proof to them that the whole thing was set up oh gotcha yes. and it's like ai that's good is going to be very good at predicting outcomes yes. mm. and that's what it did but anyways, so he goes on about this, and he's like, "It's coincidental, isn't it?" Literally, the whole entire thing that he says that God gave him and that he Google search is actually all one singular QAnon thread. Yeah, that that people found forever ago. That people have been talking about, and why people were and like shooting five G towers what's and stuff. Right? Interesting is if
2: it may not be there anymore. But I went to his Twitter profile way back he, like about uh, a month and a bit he, ago. He, he
0: deleted his Twitter profile as soon Ooh, as uh, that's the real shame, as soon as the article was posted. Um, it's too bad somebody has screenshots. Pastor Francis, oh. Pastor Francis Armstrong, who is the pastor of the church that yes. Brian Patterson goes to,
3: and d- preaches at,
0: and preaches at, uh, he deleted his Twitter as of the article coming out. They also uh, members of the church posted on their Instagram profiles. There's a meeting on Zoom at 7 p.m. for different kids of the group, like of the church, mm-hmm. to talk to a pastor about the media presence that's currently being pushed regarding the church and how that's affecting the kids that oh, go to the whoa. church. Jeez. Oh, whoa. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So they're like
3: There are easier ways to web chat with kids online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's,
0: there's a group
2: Omega love. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so it it was it was like all that stuff about the vaccines um having you know microchips in them but then he was also talking about how much the pandemic has like restricted our rights so he's like so as of four months ago as you all know we were 100 percent free and now we are zero percent free and it's like oh <laughs> That's okay <right>. yeah
3: <laughs> like we had freedom four months ago <laughs> yeah and he
0: pulls freedom it up it's like al gore his example,
1: example he gives was, i can't go to manitoba right now and then he says well, I, I could go to Manitoba, but I have to quarantine for two weeks. And that's the only <laughs> example he provides of how that's his the, freedom went from 100 to 0. I you can't have to do quarantine the thing that Manitoba. I want to do
3: more than anything else on Earth, which is go to Manitoba.
0: Manitoba.
3: With, <laughs> without the two-week waiting Without the two-week break.
1: <laughs>
0: it's insane. He's insane. You know what they also did, which didn't get covered in that article, was in the first two weeks of quarantine, They printed off dozens and dozens of flyers to hand out to people at the church, right? And these flyers read, Indian cure for COVID-19. India has found the cure, and it was... Lemon oh, juice I saw and that. water, but it, it wasn't India.
1: It was Israel. <laughs> no, it was it Israel? Israel guess. has no Yaman. COVID.
3: IDF 2020.
1: <laughs> it was yeah. The poster apparently said <laughs> Israel has no COVID because they drink lemon tea every That's afternoon, so which so immediately sick. kills the virus. So uh, would yep. you like to
2: see? I have some of the retweets from Francis Armstrong's Twitter account. Oh,
0: they're gross. I'm so glad you screenshot this. I have His a account was a gold mine. So, I'm going to give you just kind of a little cascading list in
2: no particular order. Uh, Francis Armstrong retweeted Candace Owens. Oh, yeah. Yep. Classic. 3,000 people have died from coronavirus thus far. This was in March 2019. <laughs> Imagine if that was 250,000 died from medical errors, 169 from accidental death, nice. 35,000 from alcohol-induced death. 80,000 from the flu, 300,000 from fat-induced heart disease. We need to extend this lockdown to December 31st. It's the only way. So I guess that's her being... Like sarcastic. Yeah,
3: yeah well, people die all the time, so why prevent death? That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah. don't prevent
2: death. Uh, yeah. Candace is so <laughs> brutal. Candace Owens <laughs> again. The Corona Doomsday cult refuses all questions about the flu. It's not the flu, bro. We were simply asking you to explain why 730,000 flu hospitalizations plus 60,000 flu deaths and 54 million positive diagnoses since October
0: somehow did not overwhelm our hospitals. It, this is like the gasoline drinkers like cult where everyone's just so fucking brain. Dead, well,
3: here's here's the thing, though. Or do two, you have, a, I have a couple two more, more. Okay. from two
0: Canadian legends? Uh, One is Stockwell
2: Day, who uh, put his name at the time in triple parentheses, (laughs) which is like, is this 2016?
3: Does does he know what that means Uh,
2: anymore? (laughs) Uh, Wuhan plus virus. It may be pure coincidence that all of the places in China for the virus to break out is in the only city of the huge nation where their biological warfare site is located, but it seems odd that nobody at CBC, CTV, or Global News, or PMO asks the questions. No punctuation marks at all. (laughs) so this was February. And then Theo Flurry, former hockey player. <laughs> next on Liberal Agenda, microchips and vaccines. And that's May 1st, about a month
0: yeah. before this live stream. It all
3: comes back to the flurry.
0: And, and like you might be asking yourself, why does it matter if he keeps saying that he has been distanced from this church? right? Because that was one thing that I was like,
1: But he's not even distanced. He goes every
2: week. uh, He literally goes every week. In April 2011, Brian Patterson had some choice choice quotes from the church. Go ahead. In the presentations, Patterson and Armstrong take turns discussing the ways the church can impart morals and values (laughs) to young people so they can reach their full potential in (laughs) life, despite a proliferation of online pornography. Oh, jeez. Where there's no vision, people perish," says Patterson, who uses the example of a young girl who gives herself sexually to a drunk man. In the second video, Patterson talks about terrorist nations and Adolf Hitler training young people to kill. We can raise an army up for God," he says.
3: What? What?
0: Yeah. So this video. No. Oh yeah. So this video it's called Code Code Blue by uh, the Third Day Worship Center, and they took it down immediately from every (laughs) single website right (laughs) it took me forever to find the videos that i did find the ones that have been circulating recently but this video genuinely does not exist anymore yeah it's gone Um, it was completely wiped off nobody has archives of it or anything but the only thing that references that video is that article which has direct quotes thankfully yep
1: oh my god an
0: article which i also made sure to save because i was like interesting yeah oh yeah and that article itself used to have 150 comments on it that I have saved that all got wiped because the church decided to sue the journalist of that article for slander.
2: Which is so insane because that is very clearly a violation of their actual like right? Yeah. Yeah. But because that video does not exist anymore, there's no way to prove that this was actually said. Right. And that's their plan. So
1: this is a lot crazier than i thought this whole story was (laughs) because originally i was reading it and i was being like this sucks (laughs) this guy's obviously like like a super christian conservative and he's like running the city and obviously he can't divorce the way he runs the city from the church church he goes to and believes in every week uh, and I was just like, that kind of sucks. Like those are horrible beliefs and really racist and homophobic and shitty. But now it's like, is he the mayor so that he can do some weird well, yeah, church
3: shit wait, wait, about, like, about
1: making I, child I just, soldiers? What is can this? Can I tell you?
0: Can I tell you something about that? Yeah. So uh, not only does that quote corroborate that story but also the video of the cave with him and his wife is the same thing with him talking it's called the cave that's that's their segment because it's like enlightening these young people you know they're literally talking to 13 year olds Uh, telling them to be prayer warriors and that they have to get into positions of power (laughs) Um, and then like
1: what is he doing behind the scenes here
0: the pastor has uh, this they have this one thing called Revolution Canada and it's for it's like a child youth group to raise young kids to become leaders in position of powers in order to enforce christianity sleeper cells
1: oh my god this is like the handmaid's tale shit <laughs> he's trying <laughs> to make stuff happen i'm not liking it guys i'm, yeah, like, I'm uncomfortable now
0: isn't that insane isn't yeah. that fun also what? i will
2: send you an excerpt because we need to put shyla's entire uh discussion in the <laughs> podcast i have literally never heard a worse public speaker at so th-
1: she
4: takes is that like, his
1: wife sorry yes. oh, okay. three and a
2: half minutes to tell a Joe Biden level story oh but at God. least like Joe Biden has some kind of charisma and it eventually he's reaches he's fun to watch yeah it reaches an end point Shiloh's like I was in, in in my vision I was there was a vision I had and and in this vision there, there were people and they were they were in bond- they were chains in bondage and they-
3: and they were and they were in hell. <laughs> oh Have you ever like, had a dream where you could where you <laughs> yeah. can where you where you would
0: where you could <laughs> do anything? Where you could do anything <laughs> like legitimately. It's that except someone. It's that kid trying to tell the story of Hellraiser. Yeah, no. and she's like she's like. So there's there's bruises and, and the bruises represent like you know they're they're bruises. So it's like it and he has a pin, here and, he has a pin here and he has a pin it's here and he has a pin here. It's so funny. I remember watching insane. that video genuinely and insane. being like,
2: what? Why would you marry this woman? <laughs>
1: His wife's job yeah. is selling wreaths.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it's what selling wreaths.
1: Selling wreaths. Oh, that's okay. kind of
2: wholesome. So you get this uh, thing. <laughs> uh, it's green. And it's got bruises. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and you and, and you put it on your door, and then you put it on your door.
0: <laughs> so do you guys oh understand? So do you guys understand why? we couldn't be the ones to break this story now.
2: It was also like our show very clearly is not a bastion of journalistic integrity. (laughs) No, yeah, we couldn't hide behind like the the press. But now that it's a matter of public knowledge. Yeah. Because somebody a couple people just put it out there which is cool yeah some people just had access they, to this stuff i bet they get top constantly
1: <laughs> some of these wreaths are 150
2: dollars. yeah let's give a description of the wreaths actually i want to see the wreaths
1: okay yeah. is it busted or
2: hot <laughs>
0: yeah. <Would> uh, you-
1: <laughs> this one's called Isabel, and it's made of little burlap overlaps uh, looks like it,
0: macaronis that's a little cute though put that on my pinterest board am i right yeah, fellows? that's right
1: yeah um, there's ones with lavender on them. I'm gonna
2: put it over my hole and have my boyfriend <laughs> rim me out. There's another the one While called Isabel. Also of burlap,
1: but with a different flower. It's the exact
2: same thing. Okay, I see
0: what's going on. Different here. flower. So also, so this
1: is reminding me of this stupid wayfair thing about every name is a traffic <laughs> child.
0: <laughs> That's what it is. Uh huh. Seventy-five dollars for Isabel. Um, <laughs> no. But these ones a really inexpensive. Smash then. DLC keeps getting more and more expensive. <laughs> 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 but um, so. So what we need to do as a community, as the Kingston community, is get the code blue tape released where Mm. it's him talking about how we have to raise children like Hitler did and uh, um the the hypersexualization of the youth allows young girls to give themselves to drunk uncles. We need that video. We need that video. He's like,
2: All right, y'all, we're gonna defund the police, but I have something better. (laughs) <laughs> it's,
0: it's, just, yeah. it's just mgs5 got, it's like in
3: no, 1984. It's just like, like altar boys with msgs <laughs> brian you killed
0: a child <laughs> so yeah we 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 need the, a copy of this tape
3: yeah if, if anyone has access to that
0: if anyone has access to code blue from the third day worship center they probably don't i no, spent i feel like weeks trying to, to find as impossible. much as i could and I did find some. I even got down the rabbit hole of certain members you know of the church doing spoken word, which you know was what's really cool? also
2: really cool about the Third Day website. Uh, so Third Day is a part of like a larger church yeah. subsidiary. It's like a mega church, basically. Uh, among the services Third Day offers is faith healing. You can see a testimonial online <laughs> from a woman I genuinely oh, feel it, so sorry yeah. for. Isn't like, one not of those churches fun where fun they
1: pray over your body or yeah. whatever, and then you're yeah, healed, and, and, then yeah. then and your back doesn't hurt anymore? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: so like I'm not going to make fun of that woman because I just feel profoundly sad and like i empathize with her because we all are looking for something to save us from the crushing realities of life under capitalism but if you try and access the like certain things on the overarching like greater church website that third day is a part of you need to have a password to get in Mm -hmm. even though it's a public website the second you try and access like services provided it's like please enter your password Oh, weird. And I'm like, why how do, do you,
0: you, what? How do you get that password? I assume
2: you only get it if you're a member of the church, but I've never seen someone password lock religious information before. Yeah. Did yeah, you try strange. Fidelio? Or? Uh, I tried 6969. <laughs> <laughs> I tried 000, the year Jesus was born. <laughs> uh, that's
1: 000. Well, Everyone knows all years are four numbers. Thank
2: you. That's true. Yeah, I should have just tried zero. Yeah, that was my mistake. Mock- Fucking hell!
3: Does anyone else have anything? To
2: I say? have a, a closing,
1: okay. which is that I found Shyla Patterson's LinkedIn. Yes. I I love this woman now. Um, <laughs> so she has one job: stay at home mom. Nice, of course. Uh, but her bio lists her as a religious institutions professional. So a rip. Pretty cool. She's Thanks, Shyla.
0: She's, she's a rip. Yeah. Ayo. Oh yep.
1: wait, but it says stay at home mom at Third Day Worship Center.
2: They live mm.
0: there <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like school when your teacher slept on the cotton no, <laughs> you guys ever watch the brood it's it's like that she's just in there like birthing babies all day
3: yeah <laughs> what hot yeah, yeah. she hangs
0: on the ceiling by her feet yeah, a <laughs> long <coat>. yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> what do you mean we're not journalistically <laughs> <in> tech, <bro? laughs>
2: what do you do if you find out your mayor's wife a vampire
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh Please don't vote for Brian Patterson. I can't please imagine vote. if you listen to our show that you ever would. Yeah, fuck it. I'm running
2: for mayor now officially. Yeah, please yeah. vote I've,
3: for for Jesse.
2: I'm gonna make this a one issue race and be like, what the fuck, bro? If you talk about his, his one wife's one-
1: wreaths are ugly. That's yeah. the only <laughs> issue. <laughs> I don't
2: know.
0: Bring out. one on stage with me and just set it on <laughs> <Just from laughs> fire. <laughs> come out and like lock eyes with her. <laughs> come out with yeah, just go out to terrorize and only specific. It, I'm, for, I'm running for mayor. <laughs> tar- target his wife and just like go for the yeah. lowest common You'll denominator. You always go for the wife. You go you know, up on stage. Kennedy and went like, for Nixon's wife. Yeah. You go, okay, we you are go going up on stage and be like, so I started making wreaths. Take that. You <laughs> and just start like it's, leaning into it.
2: It's like that famous debate question. It's like if you're tied up and like your wife was being attacked, like what would you do? But I'm on stage. I'm like, all right. I actually have a question for the mayor. And actually, more so his wife. So, Shiloh, if you were if you were held in, uh, if there was chains and bond, uh, chains and bond. If you were held in that, and there were there (laughs) was on you, would you be able to? Would you be able to 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 put the wreath that you you made to be on the door that you did?
3: (laughs) Okay, all right.
2: And their answer is like equally as long. I'd uh,
3: like to address this. <laughs> so I just hold it's like pi- Ulysses in a debate. I'm Fucking just gonna hold sucks. up a
2: picture of like Brian Patterson and then like edit his eyes so it looks like the the rear lights on a Kia. <laughs> like, would you vote for this? <laughs> it's ten o'clock. Do you know where your affordable hatchback is? <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> All right. You okay. know, let's uh, stop talking about Brian Patterson. I yeah. get sick of this. Cunt. So, my my closing <laughs> thought. <laughs> 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 That's staying in. That's my
2: campaign slogan. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
3: we're having fun. But my closing thought here is, folks, if you are in Kingston, you are very lucky in that you have our show to research local politicians for you. If you are not in Kingston, I urge you to please look into the people who run your yeah. town or city. Jeez. Please, oh, my God. Because local politics matter in more many so ways more federal. so than federal or provincial politics will ever matter to your life. And these are the, ins- like, we looked for a few hours one day and we found that our mayor is trying to run, like, some military of Christian boys <laughs> yeah. to, like, yeah, <laughs> to, like wreak havoc on you know our nation's gay and islamic people yes uh so yeah take a peek you really <laughs> need to it's it's important yeah and maybe you'll find something very funny and then you can send it to us but also you know more important to just get these freaks out of power
2: yeah please for the love of god i was gonna say if yeah. you know the ultimate leader of men the moral and spiritual center with his 13 year old boy army we can call him Jesus. sus <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. By the time you hear this episode, it'll be Friday, September 11th, a very important oh, day, true. obviously. It will mark the 19th anniversary of Nickelback releasing their first studio album, which, uh, as we all know, went on to multiple platinum status uh, with such hits as How You Remind Me on it. Yeah. Uh, also, in New York, something happened. I don't know. I can't uh, remember. Yeah, I
3: can't re- uh, another thing to note, though, I like old heads of our show will know that uh,
0: September 11th is, is National it. Man's Day. Yeah. What, like, the, what
3: was the Women's Day called? Women Awareness. International, <laughs> International Women's <laughs> Day. Yeah, yeah. Women so, Awareness. Yeah. Let me see. The
1: WOD. <read>
2: <laughs> <we laughs> <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, International I, Women's Day is in November, but International Men's Day is 9/11. Is 9/11 for all the fellas that died in them towers. <laughs> all the hot firefighters. Oh, <laughs> See, I
3: thought International Men's Day was in honoring the hijackers. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't all
2: male <laughs> crew. It does show male excellence. Yeah. No doubt. Our boys in camo. That's oh, right. Oh, my God. That's right. Dick Cheney got on that plane. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld was on that plane. You know, yeah. the real masterminds. They. Uh, yeah,
3: Mark Wahlberg, unfortunately, was not. <laughs> <laughs> if I was there, Dick Cheney, one punch.
2: <laughs> uh, but no, uh, it will be... Be the 19th anniversary of 9-11 perhaps the event that has done more to change the way the world is arrayed for the worst, maybe one of the worst events in human history, not because of the perpetrators, but because of the aftermath more than anything.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like the
2: reaction. It provided legitimacy to the solidification of like state and government apparatus of surveillance and oppression, a lot of which we're seeing being used against people legitimately protesting racial injustice, police brutality, wealth inequality to this very day. So you can really thank uh, Dick Cheney for that, who when he organized these attacks, and let's not mince words this i am full 100 percent believer that dick cheney played an integral role in the organization of the september 11th terrorist attacks i will stand by that till the day i die likely from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the back of the head <laughs> <laughs> but when they organized this they basically just wanted to do it so they could go like knock off a couple you know nations in the middle east mm-hmm. i don't think they ever anticipated in their wildest dreams that what would happen in the fallout because that's everything they've ever wanted and then some. They essentially got to turn imperialist tactics onto the home front and now they truly control everything they want to control. Like It worked brilliantly for them. It was so much better and so much more than they could have imagined. And it's a great way to track the national psychoses of any country by looking at their popular culture at the time and specifically the music.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, like, of all of, the, like, all of the fallout and aftermath of 9-11 and the, the Iraq war that we're dealing with, probably the most important part is the music of the early and mid 2000s and it
2: was also the most immediate because a lot of television shows like the only thing that got really close like 24 they had to edit out a scene of a plane exploding because it aired like october 11th yeah Mm -hmm. but for the most part music was there immediately Obviously, TV and specifically news played a massive role in cultivating this national psychosis as they just played, you know, footage of thousands of people dying over and over again on repeat. But we saw an interesting synthesis point where one of the first things that happened in the aftermath of the attacks was like these musical benefit concerts that were, you know, broadcast live. And it was this cathartic experience. And it was mostly used to raise hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars for, you know, local charities. And, you know, that's fine. That is what it is. But when things really started to churn and burn in 2002 and 2003, we got a lot of interesting music. Uh, One quick note before we get to that. By November there was uh it was like clear view it was like a, a list of songs you could and could not play on the radio yeah in the, the radio censoring was September huge 11th. after and it was like
1: every song that was remotely violent was taken of songs. off
2: it, on the list it's funny and you can read the wikipedia article because it's quite concise and it's good and it's just like every rage against the machine song <laughs> yeah. also
1: like only the good die young was yep. taken off air we, like okay <laughs>
3: crime against
2: billy i cannot overstate how like psychotic just the immediate cultural reaction to nine eleven was. This ha- this happened directly after? Yeah, like yeah. In like a few weeks. They're like, you cannot play You can't play Rage Against the Machine. At all. I'm no not- Rage Against the Machine. No free fallen. Uh nothing. <laughs> yes, I'm not even kidding. That would have been fucking <laughs> I'm <laughs> not <laughs> even kidding. You can't play uh uh, what's the song the Steve Miller band about the uh, big old jet airliner you can't yeah. play that <laughs> but there was you some couldn't play Dave Matthews band Crash Into Me yeah there was some that
1: had to change like right after like the Strokes changed one of their songs on their album New I York think Dave City. Matthews Biden had to change something like immediately New York but the City Pops was taken off of
0: their first album rap group called
1: Coup and they had to change their album that was <laughs> yeah. coming out that month because their album cover was them blowing up it's the so Twin sick. Towers. And then they changed <laughs> it to a martini glass. and It was like, why was that? But if you look at anyway. the martini
2: glass, you can see the reflection of the Twin Towers falling down. They still got what they yeah, wanted. Yeah. It's uh,
3: like how Disney writes sex in every still yeah. image.
2: <laughs> but the clear channel like radio restrictions are hilarious and really worth checking out because it's... Like the list is truly insane. And it was, it showed like the great overreaction to everything. And it set the stage for what was to come. Because in the next year, really specifically around 2004, especially when they had a war to promote and try and salvage, the amount of pro war and war adjacent. Material and September 11th adjacent material was truly staggering. Mm-hmm. And we're going to cover a small selection ranging from esteemed artists like Bruce Springsteen to people you've never heard of, like the Wright Brothers, which is a pop punk band that looks like they're led by Man Cow, the Chicago Morning DJ. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, they were
2: very cool. And I will open the floor to you guys. What do you want to discuss first?
1: I want to say that Dean wrote, pop music during the Bush administration was almost universally loud, dumb, and rabidly apolitical. Mm-hmm. And this example... Correct. Are sexy back and my humps okay? Dumb, rude, they no. were yeah, all uh, was, lyrical geniuses. What well, are you talking about? My
0: humps, exactly. Wait, she's
3: talking about the folds of her brain are you talking about the year
0: 2001 or like early 2002?
3: No, I'm talking like like sp- like no. Early we're talking about the like Bush, Bush, Bush administration, like
0: 2000 yeah. to 2008, which yeah. I would actually agree with as well.
3: Yeah, I it, think was, that's it, a fair no, it was extremely loud, but do we think very dumb and stupid? It was fucking sick. It was
1: to party. I think it was. It was that's really true. like sexual. it was all about
3: partying and having sex Dean. because those were the only things that we can hold in our brains without breaking down at Dean. the time.
0: Thousands of people died. I just want to fuck I don't know (laughs) I'm not saying it's wrong (laughs) actually thank you for mentioning that because that will be a common
2: theme and one thing we discuss a little (laughs) bit later
1: but also I was reading just a Wikipedia on like cultural aftermath of 9-11 and it wasn't a very good Wikipedia article but they basically said that people wanted to spend more time at home with their families and they were more paranoid and there was more surveillance etc but then I was like okay so then is all this sexy fun music their children being like I don't want to sit in my goddamn house with my parents 24-7 I want get over to it to Go bang fucked up. so is that where happened? all the music came from yeah.
0: probably because I remember I feel like that was the time where it, you know it's always been a concern that pop music especially if it's like raunchy will like penetrate the minds of the youth mm. um, and I feel like at that time like that was such a concern because of all the things that were going on that like kids were like Oh hell yeah. Like and picked it up anyways again. And of course it was like an act of rebellion. So it's like, yeah, I'm listening to my humps. That's Fuck also you, Mom.
1: hilarious that parents and adults in general were specifically like being more conservative and then the music industry was like, No. Yeah,
4: now's <laughs> That's the time so to funny. sell. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, every uh music video from two thousand four was uh, hot as shit. We right? watched yeah. them last night. Yeah, yeah we watched it a lot <laughs> last true. night. Just Nelly it,
1: Furtado going like this. Yes, oh my god, like just another, <laughs> moving back and forth. Another so trend. Shakira? No,
3: it's all of them. They're dancing in a parking garage yep. or some sort of underground With bunker. A on. It's weirdly <laughs> wet. It is yeah. always, uh, wet. always wet. It's always wet. Promiscuous especially. She's driven. An umbrella. Oh, and all like, oh my blue God. and green light. Yeah. An uh, and then, yeah, no, just like the worst, like most stilted dancing you could think of. So What the we ne- you talking what? about? Their hips and are great. I would
2: just like to make a quick point because I actually got inspired by this by a friend of mine, uh, a guy by the name of Jordan, who I don't, yeah, he does listen to the show. And he was talking about, I'm just going to read you the tweet he did. On a loosely related note, I was thinking the other day about the weird immediate post 9-11 trend of rock bands and pop acts making big political statements by sampling anything they vaguely Middle Eastern in their music (laughs) and then acting like they'd solved the Iraq War. I was like, fuck. He's right. Because that was another thing. Like, we got those kind of more international beats. Scott Storch, especially Cocaine Fiend, he loved having a little, like, trill in his music and like middle eastern and yeah. well, even like player.
3: bell and sebastian yeah <laughs> and it was just it was so
2: interesting that as we were trying actively working to destroy part of this culture we were just like oh yeah we're it's like we went over there took the oil and then like oh i like the sitar as well and it's just like we saw a cultural like sacking not only on like the actual physical level with watching like the war on terror happen on TV. But it's like, Oh now we're just going to take the aspects of your culture that we like and bring it back with us. I don't know. That's so perverse for America. The only example I can think of is
1: the cheetah girls. I feel like they did that. Oh my God. What a
0: band. The cheetah girls.
3: So do we want to start with basically where a a lot of like reactions to 9-11 started? The first song.
2: Alan Jackson. So Alan Jackson is "Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning." Or maybe I maybe I gave you "Have We Have We Forgotten?" Instead, yeah, you gave us uh, that. Okay, yeah. I will touch very briefly. "Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning?" Is a song so bad even South Park was like, "What? Like, why would you make this?" Wait,
3: are you saying South Park made fun of something? That's pretty funny. I know, reverend. but
2: <laughs> even for them to be like accurate in their critique of it is like. That's incredible because they <laughs> usually do not understand anything that they're talking about. Yeah. But they're like, oh, yeah, look at how stupid this is. But that was that one was released like right after 9-11. And it was just like a spare guitar ballad by Alan Jackson. Where were you? Oh. The world oh, I forgot that and song exists. It shot up the charts. And it was so disgusting. But we can, yes, uh, let's, let's do Toby Keith then because that yeah. one's much more interesting. So
3: Toby Keith uh, wrote a song. Uh, it's got the greatest title ever and we're titling the episode this, uh, courtesy of red, white, and of the red, of white, and blue, the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Uh, bracket, the angry American close bracket.
2: And it also has maybe the funniest chorus in like a pop country song of it's, all time. It's fucking insane. The first time I heard that song, I was working out in high school. Like I didn't hear it when it came out, but I went to like a country high school. So we played a lot of country. And when it got to the line about, and the Statue of Liberty was shaking her fist, I dropped my weights I was using and just started laughing out loud, <laughs> like, like cackling. I was like, that's the dumbest it's, shit. It's the,
3: and it's, the, it's actually a perfect, really poignant image, because it's like, what do you do when you shake your fist? It's like an old man mad yeah. at kids on his lawn, right? Yeah. It's completely, it's a futile gesture of just, like, impotent rage. Yeah, it yeah. means literally nothing. Yeah, it, it gets
2: means you nowhere. nothing. nowhere. So the crux of the song is that some terrorists came in with a sneak, at sneak attack from the back. Uh, you know, they, they, bloodied, they bloodied the Statue of Liberty. They, they hurt America.
3: Yeah. Also, for the record, sneak attack from Iraq would have been much, a much better line. That's
2: true. But they weren't completely all in. Like, this was more... He,
3: even Toby Keith was this like... This was 2000... He wrote this in 2001, a week yeah. after uh, the attacks... He wrote it over the course of twenty minutes, That's, according oh. to Wikipedia. He just oh.
0: fired. Oh. He just so
2: angry at the TV, shaking yeah. his fist. Yeah, exactly. That's probably <laughs> where it came from. But it's literally entirely about oh, you attacked us, and so we're going to fucking kill you now. Yeah, it was. Yeah.
1: I was actually shocked that anyone even has the brain that it takes to write this horrible, awful <laughs> like. He actually talks about killing civilians like in a really fun way. He said he's going to light up your world like the 4th of July, July. which like, what the fuck? Okay. And then so I wrote like in my notes, I was like, does he mean bombing civilians? And then he has many lines later where he is like, yes, I'm explicitly talking about bombing civilians. And it's like, oh, good (laughs) to
4: know. uh,
0: I missed that line. Yeah. All Uh, the music cuts out. (laughs) He's like, like, I swear to you, I'm talking about killing civilians.
1: uh, It's honestly... Kind of that close, but I also wrote that it sounds like he's trying to write this big rock ballad, but it's not working because it sounds extremely awkward. It, it doesn't sound like he has enough people in his band to fill out the no. song. So the song, just bad. <laughs> but, okay,
3: here's something that you may not know about, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, this song sounds like is obviously military, jingoistic oh, propaganda. insanely so. Uh, but it actually is propaganda. Yes. Uh, so Keith wrote like this song. Like he was song. paid? Keith wrote this song, uh, and in 2001, and he's like, "I'm not gonna put this on a record. It feels too personal." I, he said, <laughs> <too> personal. <laughs> He said unreal. specifically that he was he planned on only performing it for troops. It's his tears in heaven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so he writes this song. He's like, "I'm just gonna do this whenever I see a troop. I'm gonna sing oh, this song." Oh, that's so sick. Uh, he uh, played the song for the Pentagon brass in oh, Washington for some reason. Boy. Uh, And according to Keith, the Marine Corps commander told him you have to record this. (laughs) You can serve the country in more ways than one besides suiting up for combat. So he was expressly told, according to him, by the U.S. military to produce this song. I completely I believe him. Oh, yeah. And we're yeah. we're going to get to
2: another person being told by you know an American, we need you right now. We need your music right now. And it's equally as funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he probably went over there. He's like, I'm going to help you boys rebuild. I'm going to look for pieces of that plane. They're like, no, man, it's cool. Don't worry about finding the plane. It's fine. You know, <laughs> we've got the, Toby. Toby. We've got that under control. Hey, man, that's
1: good. (laughs) You
3: keep singing that song, bud.
1: The way he talks about killing people in this song reminded me so much of that clip from Fahrenheit 9-11 where that soldier talks about killing women and children like it's a video game. I was like, this is the exact mindset.
2: I will say that's probably the most accurate mindset of what Americans were thinking at the time for as much as I like make fun of Toby Keith. He's always had a good understanding of what like the average American actually thinks. Mm -hmm. Like there's a reason why he's still recording and his music is still popular because despite the fact that he's a millionaire many times over, he still maintains enough like sensibility to be like, Oh, this is what the majority of people feel. And in his defense, the majority of people in the immediate aftermath of nine 11 are like, well, it's time for us to fucking
0: wreak havoc on the world. There's and also like,
1: some Christmas bells at the end of yes, the song. Yes, it does have I was jingle like, bells. Well, what
0: the <laughs> yeah. hell? Did you know? I, I'm just looking at this now. This song caused beef, eh? Oh, between yeah, they, Toby Keith and the, the Dixie Chicks. chicks. Yes. No, the chicks now. Just the chicks now. Just
3: the chicks. Because they changed their name. Dixie is racist. Yeah. yeah. No, they're the, They're okay, like so, Lady so, A now. Yeah. Oh God. And what does <laughs> the A stand for? <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so he he had beef with the Dixie Chicks. Yes. Uh, did. Because. Uh, Natalie Maines of like one of the the chicks said that uh, the song like that we're talking about right now was ignorant and it makes country music sound ignorant so then Toby Keith started putting up uh, banners at his shows oh of a doctored image of Mains and Saddam Hussein hanging out. That's oh, epic. Oh, what? Okay, now this is epic. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, really weird that they didn't put the one up of uh, Rumsfeld and <laughs> <laughs> Hussein hanging out. And, then, and then so uh, Mains of the Dixie Chicks went to the Academy of Country Music Awards and wore a shirt that said F-U-T-K nice. for fuck you, Toby Keith. Uh, and then really, the beef ended. F- Fucked. Fuck. <laughs> she said it was actually for friendship under truth and knowledge or something oh, like that, but it actually it was just fuck you, Toby Keith.
3: Yeah. No, like, I think besides, like, this Toby Keith song, the other most famous musical fallout of nine eleven is the fall of the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, they were super popular, uh, they had just put out like some landslide uh, cover of landslide that was really really uh, in the charts, mm. and then they were on tour in like the UK. Yeah, I want to say they said they were ashamed. The, yeah, Shamed they they, they said George we're with Bush. you guys. Oh, we're ashamed that the president is from Texas. Yeah. this is an unjust war. Which is uh, on, and for the which time, is, let's not understand. Yeah, no, they're like, cool. That was yeah, huge, especially when you're a country music star. Yeah, that was actually it was like
0: fucking two thousand three.
3: Yeah, and this was like the height of like
2: love it or leave it you're either with us or against us support are the troops and like, yeah, for a celebrity to be like, no, fuck this. This is immoral and this is wrong. is you know, baby steps.
4: Yeah, No, no it, was it was pretty was cool. Very they cool. got like
1: completely shut yeah, out they of they the country music shit industry wrong. after yes, that. They did. I yeah. actually,
2: one of the earliest things I remember is a fallout of that. And then they're like comeback single, which mm-hmm. is kind of slaps. They're yeah. comeback single, not ready to make nice. Pretty fucking
0: good. I'm not going to lie to you. Actually, that song is kind of dope.
2: Like it's, it's a pretty good banger. That's a good one to come back with.
0: And then they, yeah, they made that movie, Shut Up and Sing
2: yes also to talk
1: about our theme of uh partying and loving war toby keith also did red solo That's cup which i did he, not know and it autoplayed after i listened to this song and i was like oh fuck it's the red solo cup guy i'm so And sad. honestly
2: it's a shame because other than that one song i kind of like toby keith like he is an idiot but well, i've never heard anything else. oh of no I, toby keith other than courtesy of the red white and blue i'm just like yeah it's fine but that song is so like monstrously bad it's trash but i love red solo cuff i'm not gonna lie to you it's so stupid (laughs) i can get behind it uh toby keith unfortunately toby keith this one's for you buddy this one is for you (laughs)
5: uh My daddy served in the army We lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died He wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me To grow up and live happy in the land of the free Now this nation that I love is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back as we can see clearly Through our big black eye Man, we lit up your world Like the 4th of July Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name At the top of his list And a statue of liberty Started shaking her fist And an eagle will fly And it's gonna be here When you hear Mother Freedom Start a ringing her bell And it'll feel like the whole. Of the red, white,
2: and blue. Which would you like to discuss next? There's truly Bush was right. Okay, so the Wright brothers are—they were a pop punk conservative band, like uh, it's like Simple Plan being led by man cow, and their lead singer is fucking awful. Like he's a terrible singer, and he's got like a hideous, hideous fucking look.
1: I genuinely don't know who would listen to this band, other than I guess if you were somehow a really conservative teenage boy <laughs> who liked pop punk and all your other friends were listening yeah, to these you, like liberal pop punk bands and you're like yeah. I, yeah. Th- I need this my is own a
3: band things. for no one yeah yeah like and it, i was yeah, like doesn't fit and it. they it do like a fun this. like
1: sing-along part at the end and yes. i was like all your audience members have got to be over 50 so i don't understand I, how this even works
2: the same time though as we've seen from the market of conservative rap which is now the big thing nowadays it's like they will still listen to it. They won't enjoy it, but they will listen to it because it's their ideology. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. and it owns the libs to and listen to it. truly oh, yeah. really no right, song
2: right. has ever owned the libs as much as Bush was right, which is one of the most hilarious songs, both at the time and especially in hindsight. Yeah. It is a song that in its little guitar Because it was with, written in
3: like 2007. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yes. When we all knew Bush, Bush was extremely was wrong. Yeah, not not right. it was in 2006.
2: They also they have another
1: out song out. on the album called I Love Ann Coulter. Yes,
2: I Love Ann Coulter I've listened to. Uh, it's funny, being a pop punk band, in 2006. Yeah, dude. Oh boy, it's Fuck like there's me. Green Day at that point, and that's it. Yeah, like all of your contemporaries, such as SR41. Does anybody remember SR41? I do. I choose not to. They were pretty rough. They also released a song in 2001, right right before 9/11, called "Politically Correct," which is uh, about as good as you could imagine it being. Yeah. But Can- these guys, yes, I just want to talk their guitar riff. Nee, nee, nee. They put literally the nya nya nya, 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 nya in their guitar. Yeah. It, it also kind of sounds
1: like they're really ripping bad. off We Didn't Start the Fire, especially in the verses. It was. They, yes. like, did they not get sued for that? Because no. it sounds almost exactly like See, maybe, it.
2: Nobody listened to this song. <laughs> okay, <that's fair. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think Billy Joel could care a uh, fucking less about these guys. I
3: need to read in its entirety the final verse of this yes, song. Yes, please. Absolutely. And it's just remember, funny. this is the most punk, the most hardcore. Like political statements speaking to what the people are thinking. That's right. In 2006. In 2006. Economy on the rise, kicking into overdrive. Yeah. I famously went well. Yeah. <laughs> Angry liberals can't believe it's because of W's policies. Yeah, that's right. Unemployment staying down. <laughs> Democrats are wondering how. Oh, this is Revenue going up. All you can say is tax cuts. Oh, boy. Oh, what my the- God
4: fuck
0: man they they were not ready for 2008 no they really one year they really missed the ball the the verse
1: where they just (laughs) list who is wrong and they go france wrong i was like that's hilarious that is true
2: they They got one right (laughs) blair was right oh that's so sick tony blair and i thought it
1: it reminded me a lot of christian music just because it's like a low budget knockoff of what popular music is but just with a dumber theme yeah like it, sound, it reminds me so much of christian so music we were talking
0: about like who is this for right and and there's this really weird thing with um a lot of like punk in general where there was like this divide in the early 80s between like nazi punk and anti-nazi punk yes. uh and then the nazi punks turned into like the like hardcore punk which also ended up having anti-nazi hardcore punk and <laughs> there was this whole thing battle so there's like there's nazi punks and we all know there's nazi punks but the thing with Nazi punks is they also hate government. So this band coming out and being like, yeah, Bush was right. Like doesn't, again, even <laughs> yeah. amongst even amongst the most hardcore right wingers, they'd be like, what the no, fuck? he wasn't. Exactly. This, this <laughs> like, is go a band for no one. Yeah, literally so nobody awesome. Actually, to how did
1: you this. find this song? Like literally how? Don't worry about it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Don't worry about
2: it. I, I, I went down a pop punk hole and then i got into their pop pop hole K-hole. yeah that's right yeah
1: but i googled if they were still active they're not obviously no. they went uh they stopped making music in 2011 maybe because they were Why? so wrong about the financial crisis or something <laughs> yeah. and yeah. so i googled yeah. the right <laughs> Bank- brothers
4: Bank- bankruptcy
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um the Wright brothers are now a youtube duo um they're two uh-huh. actual brothers uh they're black and they're very conservative oh, oh yes and I they, know make, these guys. Um, they make they make videos just too. about why blm is fake yes, so anyway they also contributed the torch something. has been passed on i
2: don't know if it was for the <laughs> rnc but they did like a republican this was back in january so it was like a republican online bonanza and all the videos they contributed about how antifa boys work out and it's just them pretending to fuck each other in the ass but i'm like aren't you guys brothers? <laughs> 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 <And> yeah, <you're> like, <laughs> what's up? What kind of a joke
0: is this, my guy? <laughs> Go
3: back to making airplanes, you that's, fucking That's all <laughs>
6: <laughs> Democracy is on the way, hitting like a tidal wave. All over the middle, these dictators walk with shaking don't know what they're gonna do. Their worst nightmare is coming true. They fear the domino effect. They're all wondering who.
2: I we got go to go to Daryl
3: Worley now. Yeah. Th-
2: this to. is, I think, in my opinion, the worst song this, on here. Yeah.
3: This one, like...
2: In terms of song quality. It's yeah, dog shit.
3: Yeah. I'll let you go first.
2: So this is a song that was really made to push, like, the Iraq War. because it was, And this is, like, when the Iraq War was starting to fade in popularity. When people realized this is not going to work. This is not what we were promised. And it's just not going well. So he made sure to get out there and wave the flag and implore to people... Have You Forgotten?
1: Which is the title of this song. Have You
2: Forgotten 9-11? Do you remember three years ago? <laughs> it's
1: also very gory. He talks yeah. about like people being blown out of the building. Yeah. And it's okay. like, okay. So, and here's kind of my sick. point about this song.
3: <laughs> is that, especially now, like pretty much everyone on the internet and on the left side of the internet especially has decided that 9-11 is funny. It is. Uh, 9-11 is funny. It's <laughs> not funny. And making yeah. jokes about it is funny. Right. Uh, look, is look up funny.
2: Microsoft 9-11 on YouTube. It just recently got re-uploaded.
3: <laughs> yeah but uh here's the thing even with my internet poisoned brain i like this song is offensive <laughs> <to> <laughs> me. Yeah. it is really. so <laughs> gross in using the deaths of these people to legitimize this awful <laughs> war which i know everyone in the administration no, is doing of course, that's of course. all anyone fucking talked about right but like to just have it play like laid out so plainly and to have it have
0: uh airtime
3: yes
2: it's like daryl damn i hope they all see this
1: It was, it was so, it's so like fear mongery too. Like if we don't go and kill literally everybody that lives in Iraq, like they're going to come and kill you. Like there's so much implication that like, your life is directly threatened if we don't oh, win Iraq. this war, and it's like, uh huh. Okay. Well, the famous also, quote was,
2: "We don't want the, the smoking gun to be an, a mushroom cloud." They were talking about Iraq's WMDs and how they could wipe out the eastern seaboard. It's also
0: dope because within four lines, he talks about um, stealing North America from indigenous people and how we have That's to use what I those wrote tactics. Down he oh, said,
1: God. "We didn't get to keep this ground by backing down," and I just wrote, "Hmm."
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> what? Daryl. Speak. Up. <laughs> you're not supposed to say that part <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what the fuck yeah what guys? the hell we do
3: appreciate the lyrical genius of writing of, of rhyming uh, forgotten with bin laden yeah <laughs> so that that's is, pretty yeah. fucking cool <laughs> Oh well,
2: yeah. I mean, Daryl's an artist's artist. Yeah, you know? that's ahead of its he's, time. He's your favorite musician's favorite musician. <laughs> Not everybody bought his album, but everyone that did started a band called like fourteen eighty eight or
0: imperator Pepe. And we respect that. You, you know? know
3: what? Not everyone bought their record, but those who did got blown up by ID. <laughs> <Yes, laughs> <that's> I'm, I'm, <laughs> right.
0: I'm looking at these lines and like I don't know how you didn't. Like how this passed any kind of inspection? Like some went down like heroes in that Pennsylvania field. Yeah, those are the guys, the, the, let's w- roll the ones people, that famously, the ones that that they tried to into hijack the, the hijackers. Field. Yeah, they but they like it went down like heroes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they did. I thought that was widely accepted because they didn't no, let the plane fly into a building.
0: Well, they they flew down. <laughs> 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 have you forgotten about? Donald Trump would ago? call them losers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Couldn't only, even land the plane safely. <laughs> I, I could have done it.
2: Only like hijacking victims that didn't die.
1: What a Yeah, he said it.
2: <laughs> yeah, <You> know, he <laughs> said it we're yeah, not putting words in his mouth. If I were on that plane, I would have sacrificed Graydon Carter. <laughs>
3: The uh, the Oscar parties that year phenomenal. I would have
2: t- I would have crashed into Nelly O's house.
3: My <laughs> God! I would have flown it straight to Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <This> <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump is
2: Colin Powell at the UN being like, "This is where Bruce and Nelly live"?
3: <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, so... Okay, I have one more thing to say (laughs) about Daryl Worley. (laughs) And uh, before we get to our closing song here, uh, the thing about these right-wing, like, jingoistic, very military, uh, pro-military songs is that they're all very blunt, very to the point. It's basically, it's not so much a song as, like, a tool to remind you of your ideology. Mm. And it's it's just to deliver the political message, and all of the music is just there. It's, it's not meant to be enjoyed. It's no. not it, meant it, to be enjoyed. It's it's meant to, I don't want to say indoctrinate because that sounds like ooh, conspiracy. But like but it, it's, but it's it's there to reinforce, reinforce. It, your yeah. held beliefs. And here's my point is that Americans are dumb and stupid. This is true. Everyone else is very dumb and stupid. They're not more dumb, but they are dumb. And but they're not dumb enough that. They uh, were completely devoid of doubt or that they would see what was happening on the news and be like Not not have some part of their brain be this say this is not okay What what is happening is wrong? What we're doing is wrong and will not help us and I'm not really in any danger XYZ There's always that nagging part of their brain and when you have ideology in this worldview that is so wrong and you're aware of its wrongness in one at one level or another. You have to constantly reinforce, reinforce said ideology. Yeah. So they listen to these songs over and over and over again, mm. just to like c- continue to get matter and matter yeah. and continue to believe and believe. Because as soon as you walk away from it and you just let your mind wander and you think about it then you will come to a different conclusion and that has to be avoided at all costs. And that's why they
2: had that media blitzkrieg was to erase any kind of doubt in your mind. You know
0: what, Dean? Uh, Worley addresses this in his own song, actually. Let's go. They took all the footage off my TV, said it's too disturbing for you and me. It'll just breed anger. That's what the experts say. If it was up to me, I'd show it every day.
2: Jesus Christ. Uh,
3: Like how fucking (laughs) psychotic. No, it's not even funny. It's It's not funny. It's Like how broken and just completely beyond psychological repair is the country when a song that says, I wish I could watch 3,000 people Uh, die every single day. Yeah. Is popular. Good news. Darryl. What the
0: fuck is happening? <laughs> you what got is your this wish. Popular? <laughs> yes. You can see three thousand yes. people
2: die every single day
0: right now. <laughs> oh my god. Isn't that fucked? I can't wait for his
2: COVID cover. Do you
0: want to <laughs> do you want me to find out how many views I got on YouTube? Is yeah, I
2: remember like I actually remember hearing it on the radio. I'm not going to lie no to you. No way. I'm not even kidding. Because we used to... Like, it has 10 million views on We in with Canada. With, I know, but where we live in Kingston, you used to be able to get like American... Mm. I could still get American radio frequencies. And that Trail, was like a yeah. big deal. Yeah. Like, it sucked. And even as a kid, I was like, oh, this song, this song sucks so bad. Like, mm-hmm. country at the time that I listened
0: to was Shania Twain, who oh, fucking Queen. rocks. I it was, it was number 22 on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It, it was up there. It was number one on a Hot Country song. Yes, it was.
1: Oh my god!
0: Yeah, no, this was the Zeit guy. Yeah. That's
2: fucked up. It's like you have
0: okay.
1: to you have to
2: remember yeah. it was full speed ahead. The WWE in two. This is two thousand six, mind you, but the war was really flagging by this point. Their big summer event was sponsored by the U.S.
0: Army. Yeah, they had military in the audience, Jeez. and they had. Isn't rep-
1: Pitch Perfect three or two set on an army base? Doesn't I the army like pay I a bunch of three. random? Uh, franchises to like do an army themed movie the
2: nfl you know when the flyover and all the patriotic stuff started after 9 11 specifically 2002 season when they needed to ramp up interest in another war Mm. and they uh, still fund spending millions of dollars on this to this very day it's like they their claws are so video game industries fucking call of duty was they've got explicitly Oh, they still yeah. do have Twitch accounts where they're grooming and recruiting young boys. Mm. Uh it's it's wonderful. We love uh, the US industrial and military complex. Famously, very recently, Trump was like, Now the soldiers, they're good guys, but it's the generals they want to make war, so they're country the Companies they invest in can make money, and it's like, oh man, he was right. Like, yeah. I'm not he, gonna lie, to he you. said that. Yes, yeah,
1: what the hell? Because it's, okay. it's,
2: it's, it's the fallout of the, him saying dead soldiers are you know, are suckers or losers. losers. <laughs> he's like, no, I love the soldiers, it's the generals, it's, it's all the companies. I he hate. loves
3: the generals,
2: well, though. he loves some
0: generals, well, he loves the 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 hands, the hands generals, and <laughs> like, aren't those are
1: companies like 50% of their economy? Uh, yes, it's
0: <laughs> like an alarming amount, but it's, their whole economy is based on the army, yeah, like 100, which is a nice. The army and prisons hold up the U.S.
6: I hear people say We don't need this war But I say there's some things Worth fighting for About our freedom And this piece of ground We didn't get to keep them By backing down They say we don't realize The mess we're getting in Before you start your preaching Let me ask you this, my friend Have you forgotten How it felt that day your homeland under fire and her people blown away have you forgotten when those towers fell we had neighbors still inside going through a living hell and you say we shouldn't worry about bin laden have you forgotten
3: Okay, song. so our last song—the yeah, only good artist on this list.
2: So yes, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Specifically, I gave them "Worlds Apart" because it really hits on that theme of like incorporating kind of ham-fistedly like Middle Eastern music into your own. It because was because
3: it's very. There's strange to no
2: hear other song on the entire album, which is like 15 tracks, that sounds anything like this. And it's like there's one good part in the song, which is when the Middle Eastern stuff stops and he goes into like the hard like drum and guitar. That's good.
1: I thought the whole thing was a pop. I I honestly
0: really liked this song. This song's fucking rancid. Yeah, looking at the lyrics. I think he just wants to
1: have sex with a Middle Eastern lady. I think that's the thesis.
2: Let's provide some proper context to this. So Bruce Springsteen released an album called *The Rising* in 2003, the summer of 2003, and he said the genesis for it was in the days after 9/11. Someone drove up to his house and was like, "Bruce, we need you to make an album." <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. Yes, that's what the he said. He's lying. Yeah, they they all stood up and clapped yeah. after. Yeah. At the same time, like I could see someone being like, some like New Jersey rube being like, "Hey, yo, Bruce,
3: I know the man. For we're the by the uh, water,
2: Bruce. Hey, Brucey."
3: Springsteen is the Spider-Man and in New Jersey. Don't get me wrong. Actually, yeah. Yeah. You mess with one of us. You mess with all of us. Yeah, and he used
2: to be kind of like a muscular twink. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was corrupted by the black suit. That's right. Uh, no, Bruce Springsteen is one of my favorite musical artists and someone who I would let fuck me now. And one of my other sexual awakenings when I was like 17 is there was a Tumblr account called uh, Close-Up or Close Up HD Images of Bruce. And then the, <laughs> the bio was apostrophe s- crotch <laughs> so nice. it was just like hd pictures of his fully clothed crotch
1: i wonder if it's still up i, I, should have,
2: look. I have no idea i figure they took it down when tumblr purged all the porn accounts
1: that's not porn though so uh, oh, yeah that's archive <laughs> no
2: that's you history, can maybe. tell what religion bruce is in some of these pictures <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh he re- he makes the rising and what's really funny about the rising is it's not completely inspired by 9-11 like three or four of the songs he had just like been sitting in his catalog for years he's like yeah put throw them on there anyways So the list of songs directly inspired by 9-11 include one called Lonesome Day, which is specifically about the Twin Towers being attacked. Mm. But it's interesting because he goes from like, we should get revenge to better ask questions before you shoot. Because he's like, and it's it's basically like, if you go, if you want to do this, you better be prepared for a fallout. Uh there's one there's like bad ones like Empty Sky which is just Bruce going Empty Sky and it's bad. It's literally just about the planes not being able to fly. I would say there's four oh, good songs okay. out of the 15, but almost every single song is about being horny. You were either angry it's a Bruce Springsteen. I know, song. but you're either angry or horny. And I feel like that is also accurate of what like the mood was cuz you yeah. guys are like we're seeing with COVID. You people were terrified to go outside in the immediate aftermath of 9/11. So what do you do? You fuck you yeah. fuck nonstop. What do you do during COVID? Oh, oh I can't go to the store. I can't go outside. OnlyFans, as well fuck.
0: OnlyFans is booming. People got ethical into pornography during COVID. That's how the yeah. world changed. Yeah. That's the thing. People are like, I want to pay for ethical porn now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's like, when you are cooped up, when you're too afraid to go outside, you get real horny. You get horny. And I feel like Bruce, because he always just writes about being horny, because he's a horny man who loves fucking, but I think he was accurate. There's like, there's a song where... It's called uh, The Fuse. And the line after talking about a uh, big black line at Holy Cross, like talking about a funeral, is him being like, my tongue on your body. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Bruce,
3: <laughs> come on. Can Give me stop? one. Give me one, Bruce. Like,
0: your kid died, but I'm fucking your mom. Half
2: of his songs are like, oh, my partner is dead, and I miss their touch. And I really want to fuck them. And it's like, what is happening in his mind? And this is an album that was like, people were like, talked about it in revered and hushed tones like not only is bruce back he's better than ever which no the song itself is just explicitly about wanting to have sex with a (laughs) middle eastern woman and how like that's gonna bridge the gap yeah
1: there's two worlds but the bridge you you meet on the bridge and then there's a lot of lines about touching and it's like okay, it's a lot of
3: touching my favorite lyric here Mm -hmm. uh it's it's the perfect combination of bruce's classic like you know working class american like on the road you know like do it yourselfism and you know vaguely middle eastern shit cuz he doesn't really understand <laughs> yeah. a lot of it but he he gets the spirit he says down from the mountain road where the highway rolls to dark neath Alice bless- Allah's blessed reign, <laughs> yeah. we remain worlds apart. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking. That's, that's, that's based. That is based. He's just watching
2: TV. He's like, and I felt really bad when Indiana Jones killed you.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel
1: like that's the only lyric too. It's like there's a lot of Middle Eastern like background singing. stuff happening, actually, but the, the only time nice. he says something Middle Eastern is Allah's rain like that what what do
0: you mean when he says i seek faith in your kiss and comfort in your heart i taste the seed upon your lips lay my tongue (laughs) upon your scars
1: that's not specific (laughs) (laughs)
2: straight up like (laughs) with like a like
0: like that's uh, sex positive the only thing i imagine right and it's gross because at that time all you ever saw on tv was like videos of like orphans that you yeah. needed to like send a dollar a yes. day to and just to imagine bruce day. being like let me lick your wounds yeah i don't like don't, that no uh, don't do, I never,
3: don't <laughs> do my boss like that i
0: don't like that and i'm not a fan what's
2: interesting is you can directly the other song on the album that is like specifically about the middle east like as in being in the middle east is a song called further on up the road which in my opinion is one of the worst songs he's ever made and it's specifically like Put my grave. It's like talking about getting his like killing ring and his like graveyard boots on, and how he's got to go do some work. And it's like, oh my! And that song follows worlds apart. I'm pretty sure. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna go into Afghanistan and like love this woman. And then it's like, all right, no, I got a barrier. It's time to go. And it's like by including it on the album i get what he's saying he's like trying to cover the range of emotions including like being pissed but that song is so like outwardly it's time to like saddle up and kill brown people oh that I my really, god like, and soldiers would be like yes bruce we th- like play this song we love this song the rest of them there's enough like ambiguity or it's like oh he's talking about like a general emotional feeling whereas this one's like yeah it's time it's go time it's go time motherfuckers we're gonna get revenge and it's so weird having that in there when the very first song on the album talks about like oh you better watch out like there's snakes in the grass, but it's not necessarily the ones you think they are. And yeah, I thought there was uh, a bunch of
1: songs about being friends and understanding your differences. There are two
2: songs about... like There is a song just called Let's Be Friends and then brackets Skin to Skin. I God think, I think that one Whoa. follows this one. That's what genius yeah. is. But Yeah, that, that sounds about right. But it's like weird. Fucking? Yeah, it's like Bruce. You can't just have a song where it's like... And it's like the, the chorus is, I think it's time for us to get
0: skin to skin. Okay. I say that to Dean all the time when we were bonding okay, many times ago.
3: <laughs>
4: like how a mother <laughs> bonds exactly. with a baby, that's right. <laughs> holding yeah. each other yeah.
3: against yeah. your he chest. Suckles me to his chest. <laughs> it's such a
2: weird album. Like it's so like middle aged man where he he <laughs> does really channel the feelings Sorry. of being pissed about what happened. Middle Eastern, middle Eastern man. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. This was written. You can tell there's an authentic middle eastern perspective <laughs> at play here.
0: He comes out and he's like, I have hummus.
1: what's everyone's final thoughts on post 9 11 music i hate it <laughs> all of it <laughs> all right it's, there's not no, good. It's, but what about the cheetah girls
0: so i love the cheetah girls okay so pretty much when it came to like the political stuff stuff like this doesn't age super well hmm. right it makes me worried about all the trump things like trump music that's probably come out that I haven't been aware of. Oh, it's out there, but it's not like in the mainstream. It's oh, like okay. specifically on YouTube. Like it's You not, can like, find it. It's not like Billboard Hot 100. Like, no. Fuck Trump. Um, you baked Alaska's We Love Our Cops. Yeah. yeah. I probably got up there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it just makes me realize how like dated this kind of music was and how much I loved for the first time ever the pop scene, mm. which was like easily between like the year 2000 and 2010. And then after that, I kind of gave up again. Mm. But like looking back on that time, I'm like, yeah, pop music was dope because it made everyone forget about things. And that's kind of where pop music's place should be.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I would also fair. sign off on that. Like, you have protest music. You have like, there's other genres that are better equipped. Yeah, to go, deal go with. anywhere else. Yeah. It's like pop has never really been able to tackle complex social issues. It's pop because it's bubblegum like bubble pop. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's popular music, it's sugar. That's what it's meant to be. Uh, another very popular song on the day of 9-11 was, was JoJo's Get Out Right Now. Uh, oh, yeah. give you yeah. an idea of what the cultural yeah. headspace was pre-9-11.
0: Fucking JoJo. Oh, my God. That's a great song. It yeah. a great song.
2: I remember mm-hmm. watching a 9-11, like, mm-hmm. day of documentary, and that was playing in the background before the planes hit. And I was like, I bet JoJo was thrilled about that. Yeah, foxes. <laughs> She's chilling. Yeah.
0: But yeah, like uh I'm I to all of our pop soldiers out there, I salute you because uh you made that decade passable.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, country music stars are braver than the troops, I would say.
0: Nope. Nope. I mean it's not <laughs> hard. It's not hard. <laughs> like I think I think they're both equal <laughs> i swear
3: i don't like that fucking centrism what what's
2: what's scarier being on stage in front of like a dr- a bunch like thousands of just drunk yahoos with nothing but a guitar or going to or a, vill- a music drunk
3: yahoos that all have m yeah. sixteen,
2: or going to a village which has like 40 people in it none of them speak english and none of them have a weapon and you've got like Muslim a tank are, and a war and and under hammer 13. Of yeah it's like wow <laughs> i wonder what's scarier yeah like absolutely, uh, other jobs that are braver than the troops: uh, maternity <laughs> ward nurse, yeah, uh, single mom, yeah, uh, podcaster, pod- easily podcaster, electrician. Mm-hmm. We Our female podcasters. Oh well, yeah. I mean that's Thanks. that's right up at the very top of the list. That's yes. <laughs> yeah. not being a simp job. is dangerous. Uh, being spot. a simp. yep. Someone uh, could make fun of you. That would, that would Working hurt. in a bubble wrap factory, <laughs> uh, prof- <laughs> professional kitten petter. Yeah, like,
0: these are all things far more important than being a troop and Me- far braver. Megan, what's your takeaway on uh, on our little breakdown of tunes from this? Yeah,
1: I was honestly shocked that these songs existed. I and I the, know that the world is really boards. bad. But I feel like you guys just are on the internet so much more than me and just know already all of the worst possible things (laughs) that exist. And then you tell them to me and I'm like, no way was the world that bad. Uh, And it always is. So that's crazy. I was young, but I
2: remember post 9-11 and even in hindsight, I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck. I remember my parents being terrified. We lived in the middle of fucking nowhere, and they're like, oh my god.
1: Yeah, I was listening Our to Hillary gonna Duff. Be
2: under attack.
0: And she I was, was like, a queen. We live in Canada. We live in the fucking country. Yeah, <laughs> I was, gonna, you say, live in the I was sticks. gonna say Living on the res, people didn't really care about like <laughs> Islam taking us over. Hey, <laughs> hey man. We're like, <laughs> sounds <laughs> pretty good to me. Yeah. We're, we're like that.
3: I'll join the caliphate yeah. at this
0: point. Is that what they want? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wow. So, as long as it's not the Canadian. Government. Imagine someone <laughs>
3: invading
2: your country and treating you like like shit and <laughs> killing you. <laughs> yeah, that sounds terrible. We're sitting around. Good job boys. <laughs> <laughs> that would that, that that's what Trump was talking about. When he he's like he's like, I saw people in New Jersey celebrate he's like, No, I went up to nigger. They were happy. This they is were, what
3: terrifies <laughs> the establishment.
0: <Schmancer>. <laughs> 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 Me and my buddies with Got the prostitutes hanging out.
3: <laughs> hanging Smok- out with the Mujahideen fighters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Smoking bowls, watching 9-11 go down. You know, chilling. <laughs> That's
2: right. Somehow they are in this country already. <laughs> yeah. You guys are cool. Don't go to the towers today. <laughs> my God. The, res, the res school trip to New York suspiciously canceled. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hmm. Anyway, folks. Uh, I think just in closing, uh, we had a lot of fun talking about the right wing uh, perspective on 9 11 in music. If you want a taste of what protest music. Uh, and what the left was God. saying, I would say uh, Lindsay Ellis on YouTube has a oh, very yeah. good video. Uh is really good. Uh, protest music of the Bush era, which I would recommend. And
2: what's funny is I saw that as I was doing research, but I didn't watch it because I was like, I don't want this to color what I have to say yet, but yeah. it is
3: on the list. And I saw it was like 40
2: minutes and I was like, that's
0: perfect. I'm going to watch that tomorrow. Yeah, no, it's really, really well it's done. Sale, so you could just like slap on Rage Against the Machine or
2: keep the story about the mayor in the news. It's the only chance I have of beating him in the election. Uh, I'm going to find more scandals. I'm going to challenge him to a push-up contest. I'm going to challenge him to a physical fight. You know, We're we, going to get out
0: there. We have a campaign here at the podcast, and it's called um, News or Nudes. And either we keep him in the news for as long as possible, and as soon as he's out of the news... He has to start an OnlyFans account.
3: Well, no, we just, well, we could just do. We'll release his nudes. No, that's easy (laughs) to do. I'm I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna Brian
2: Patterson. (laughs) All the
4: pictures (laughs) of him. Oh God.
1: Alrighty, thank you for listening, everybody. See you next week.